Happy New Year. Welcome to the Middle Cross Podcast. I'm J.P. Barden, pastor of New Vision Church, and I'm here with... Wait, 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 wait a minute. What, what's, what's going on here? Dude, it's a new year, new me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And this is Mark Gaylor? <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, just reverse that, and then you'll have it right. Welcome to the Middle Cross Podcast. Happy New Year. Uh, it's the second week in January. Um, though me and JP actually haven't even hit January yet. Yeah, we're, we're recording ahead of time. Um, yeah, always, we're, we're always ahead. Always, right? So, right, yeah. We got here, like, we met right on time. Yeah, we, I was here before you. Actually, you were. That is, which is shocking, because uh, I have to drive an hour to get out here, and I'm usually always, always late, and I know it drives JP insane. Ah, uh, don't drive me too crazy. For, uh, for once in my life, I beat you. Um, yeah, so I'm very excited about that. Also, welcome to the um, Haywood Baptist Hour. Haywood Baptist. We can't forget that. Dude, it was my first time with the intro. I didn't... We're, yeah, we're just trying to... It's, yeah, it's I'm like, trying to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's good to be here on this in this new year, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen, brother. How are the... See, that's so funny, Mark, because since we're recording, we can't do like the how has the resolutions gone so far, like a weekend. But have you started them? Yeah, I've already I've already started mine, and so yeah, they're going they're going great. I took a cold shower this morning, which I went back and listened to our last episode, and I was like, I talked way too much. No, you didn't about the cold shower. Well, we did talk a lot about that. A lot of benefits, though. I'll just put it at that. It's it's been going great. What about the other resolutions? Journaling started that yet? Yeah, reading and journaling. Yeah, everything's going good. I'm about to finish a uh, book that I started on Sunday, and I'm hoping to finish it within the week. Um called why i preach that the bible is literally true and i I feel like that's a lot of the things with christians is they'll believe the bible but there's some of the things in there that i don't know about you know yeah and and he 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 um just kind of goes through why he believes that every single part of the bible is literal truth it's not allegory it's not an analogy it's none of that it is the literal truth well, I guess there are allegories in the Bible, so there's true. But way to just dismantle. So, my <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, you're you're talking about picking on me. I got it. True. I yeah, gotta no. come back. Is that is that your New Year's resolution to be meaner? Uh, man, no, I can't do that. That's terrible. Well, like I was going to say, John seventeen seventeen <laughs> says, "Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. Every single part of the Bible is true." Amen. That's true. Um, Amen. Yeah, so uh, everything's everything's going good so far. What about you? Have you tried the cold shower or uh, sort of? I haven't gone all the way, man. I'm 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 like middle cold, dude. Just crank it all the way no, over, dude. Man. Not that that well, the water in those pipes, man, has been cold these past this like past couple weeks, dude. Man, that's what I'm talking. Uh, uh-uh. I had to get back up to like sixty degrees. Crank it up. In reality, that the water coming out of there is probably only like sixty degrees. Maybe. 55 degrees. But I'm just being a baby. Well, what else is new? What are we talking about today, JP? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe my resolution is to be nicer to you, and your resolution is to be be meaner to to you. (laughs) I feel like we'll even out perfectly. It works just fine. Yeah. Yeah, what are we talking about? Uh, we're, We're in this new year. You know, usually by now it's like if you start resolutions, it's like you may be able to kind of kick it around and doing okay. Um, or they may be starting to slip, you know, we'll see sometime yeah. between that, like now and Valentine's day, they usually start to kind of decline. 
Yeah, we went to Walmart yesterday and we saw that Walmart was oh my putting goodness. out putting out Valentine's Day things. Like it's still December. Yeah, we, this is this is December thirtieth right now as we record this. Yeah. Um, but go ahead and get your stuff early, right? I reckon so. That's right. good. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about uh, something. When I say it, it may sound be like what? What are you talking about? But uh, living like a practical atheist. Mm. Not as something we should do, but that sometimes Christians have a tendency to do this. We have a tendency to do this. We basically absolutely Christians sometimes live like God's not real, right? And we want to push yeah. against that, fight it. And the Bible talks about um, in Psalm fourteen and Psalm fifty three uh, what it a bit what it looks like, kind of calls us out. Uh, Christian and non-Christian about living like a fool, right? Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, Mark, but I was raised, uh, there's a place in the Bible that says, you know, like, you know, you don't call people fools. So, like, that was, like, a terrible thing, horrible thing to do is to call someone a fool. I couldn't couldn't do that. And yeah, not my house, yeah. not so much, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of worse words thrown around, but that's a, a later topic for a later podcast. I got you. <laughs> um. But sometimes it's good for us to recognize that we're living foolish is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And this, you know, this as we looked at this before, this is kind of convicting for for both of us. So we want to kind of walk through, figure out, okay, am I living like a practical atheist, even though I say I'm a believer? How? And each one of us are going to do that in different ways. Because yeah. each one of us have tendencies, faithless tendencies that are that are different from others, right? Or yeah. immoral tendencies that are different from others. Um, some of that may be a lack of faith that leads to joylessness. Some of that may be, um, well, since God's not, doesn't seem like he's really looking, I can do whatever I want, right? Yeah. So anyway, all, all that to say, um, it's in Psalm It's in Psalm 14. Yeah, um, I can read the uh, first part kind of where we're coming from on this. Uh, Psalm 14, verse 1 says, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abom- abominable works. There is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of man to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. So a lot of times I think this uh, this kind of passage is used to talk about the doctrine of original sin, mm-hmm. as it should, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about that a little bit, right, but not completely. Like, that's our foundation. Sin's real, in other words, right? Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that, Mark? Absolutely, man. Would you agree that God's real? Absolutely. But there's a gap in there. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. There's a gap between what we know and how we live sometimes. Actually, quite often. Yeah. Well, when we look at this verse, we say that we, we, um, we see that as the fool has said in his heart, and yeah. the important thing about this is, is not on his tongue, but mm-hmm. in his heart. So it's kind of getting down to the real nitty gritty. What do you actually believe? Not what you say to people, like what what you say yeah. is lip service, but what you actually believe. And if you actually believe something, then you'll live out your life in accordance with what you actually believe. So when it says in his, in in his heart there is no God. It means you could say whatever you wanted to, right? Yeah. But inwardly, are you still living like, you know, there is no God? Yeah. 
It reminds me of John. Was it John two? Or maybe right before it's right. It's between John two and three. Jesus says, or John says of Jesus that he he knows the heart of man. Mm. Right. Yeah. So here, like when and you the live, heart is deceitful. When you end up things. living like there is no God, when you're living like a fool, or you're living like a practical atheist, whatever tag you want to throw in there, you there's let's get kind of fancy for a moment. Uh, the word presupposition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the people that don't know what that is, <laughs> would you mind explaining that one, JP? All right. We all have things we assume about other things that we yeah. don't really think about. We just assume that's the way it works, right? Mm-hmm. And half the time it's probably right, half the time it's not. So your priest, like if you suppose something, you're supposing it's true and you're kind of going off that. Mm. So if I suppose, what do I want to suppose? Um, if I suppose that this coffee has caffeine in it, my expectation is that it's going to kind of give me a little bit of alertness, right? Yeah. Right? Exactly. So, But I may be drinking decaf. So my presupposition was incorrect. Yeah, honestly, that, that kind of sounds a lot like uh, modern Christianity. We have presuppositions about what Christianity is, and therefore that's kind of how. That's what I'm, that's, yeah, yeah. You're, you're tracking along perfectly, Mark. So if we presuppose in our hearts, not just our minds or our lip service, but in, in our hearts, the God's not really the God of the Bible. That he's not this sovereign, holy, almighty, powerful God. That he's just in the heavens like a clockmaker, and he's he didn't he's not actually caring about what's going on down here with me. Yeah. And then we're gonna end up living that out, whether we know it or not. Mm-hmm. So, it's very important stuff, and it's it takes a lot of. It seems like it's deep thinking stuff, but it's really just taking account of where you are. It's not that hard to think about, but see with the way. Uh, a lot of us Christians are, we don't want to think about this kind of stuff, do we? No, man. We want everything to be be good. I, I believe in Christ. I believe in Jesus, and everything's fine. What's our What's our best buddy say? Smile on Joel. I don't know what he says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, uh, Jesus loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. It's like, <laughs> it's true if you have the right presuppositions yeah well i mean so, he, he loved Stephen and had a wonderful plan for Stephen's life and Stephen was stoned to death yeah what do you mean by wonderful plan yeah well he's like well, well, i don't know that's 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 really kind of a kind of a deceitful thing to say to to some folks because like paul washer says about that is um man jesus loves me well i love me too yeah, yeah, yeah he has exactly. a wonderful plan for my life well i have a wonderful plan for my life too you mean all I have to do is just pray this little prayer and then Jesus will help me do whatever I want to in life? Man, that's great. And oftentimes that's kind of like what modern Christianity it is. is. You know? And it, it presupposes that you can live like a practical atheist mm-hmm. but still be cool with God. So maybe let's break that down a little bit, the, the practical atheist thing. Okay. So if we're saying that a lot of people are acting like this, what what exactly day-to-day does that, does that look like? That's a life? good question. Yeah. <clears throat> This is the hardest part, I think, is, okay, is, is what, what does it look like? I think it ends up looking like you slide into despair, or that's kind of where you live, is in a place of despair, because you're faithless. You don't actually have your faith in God. That's that's one thing. Yeah. Another thing would be um, 
driving after like immoral things and thinking there's no consequences. Yeah. Just running headlong into sin. Of course, if you're doing that, you might not be a believer. Yeah. If there's no repentance. Yeah, the habitual sin. If there's repentance sure. and you're coming back from it, praise the Lord. You know, we want to encourage you in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if this like the first like, what? That's actually not right? It's like, yeah, yeah. Or I would also say maybe joylessness. Right? Because um, you may think that God is just this judgy person up in the clouds. And that's all that he is. He doesn't provide any joy. So, but you think you can have enough in yourself to have joy, mm-hmm. or you may not actually think. See, I, see what I'm doing. I'm confusing it. You may not actually think it, but you live like you do. Yeah, that's the problem. You may not actually think that God's distant, but you live like you do. You may not actually think that God doesn't give you joy, but you live like it. He doesn't. You may not actually think that God is okay with your sin, but you live like he is. Yeah. That's the... Although I feel like there's a deeper issue. Yeah, there may very well be. Yeah, we, well, I mean, that's the... You know, it's like bridging that gap, like you talked about, is yeah. extremely important in the Christian's life. Like, if, the, if, if you were going to say that, man, if we're going to sing the song, Jesus is my all in all, if we're gonna if we're gonna say these things, then why not make it like in our lives? Why not when we come into conflict in our lives, why don't we go straight to God? Why is that the first why isn't that the first place we go? Or if we say, Well, all we can do now is pray, why wasn't that the first thing and the only thing? Like, if you're going to be a Christian, th- this is what being a Christian is. This is yeah, putting your faith and hope in Christ and knowing that regardless of if I'm having a bad day, if I have no money in the bank account or, or you know, the cars broke down or any of this, well, good thing my joy isn't found in that stuff. Yeah. Or I'd probably be really bummed out right now. And that's, that's, yeah, that's it. That's. Yeah. And like, oftentimes I'll be like, well, that's just living with your head in the clouds or something like that. Or you just don't know what real life is. No. I mean, for a 23 year old, I've pretty much, I, I've, I've experienced a little bit of life, you know, I, I kind of understand what that means. And, and when your hope is found in Christ, man, it can it can getting depressed and stuff like that. I wouldn't say it, it limits that any more than it already is, but it gives you hope. Yeah, I would. I'm probably it, not making any sense. No, you are making sense. It when if you live, if you live like God is not God, but you give lip service to Him. You're doing what the Israelites did when Moses went up to Mount Sinai mm. and asked uh, Aaron to to give him their God. Because see, here's this gets left out of the story. I'm just now making this connection. This gets left out out of the story a lot. Um, they usually the story is told like, oh, they asked for another God other than who God is. No, they asked that Aaron make an image of who they assumed the God of Israel to be. Oh man, and that's what was produced. That's yeah. why when Moses came down, Aaron was like, "Why is it so bad, y'all?" You know, Moses, what are you doing? like? You know, that I just was doing what they asked me to do. Like it's yeah. still God, in other words. And Moses is like, "No, it's not. 
our God literally gave us, literally said, do not make graven images. Yeah. That's not him. Second commandment. You can't fit him in that, in any kind of box. And that's what we end up doing as Christians a lot, I think. We fall into the, the, this verse, this passage, and try to fit God in a box and presuppose that he does actually fit in there and they just go on living kind of, you know, however we want. And then we all go meet the God in the box on Sunday morning. Yeah. And it's true for, it could be true for me too, because I can just leave that, put the God of my mind, you know, that I have in my mind, um, just meet him on Sunday mornings, even as the preacher, and then leave that, leave that out the rest of the week. Yeah, and I feel like it, even more so because it, it can be like because like a Sunday is a day of rest for a lot of folks, but for the minister, it's a yeah, it's a day of hard work, and it can be like you know pulling into work, and you know he and the, and the Lord is just a work colleague that you shake hands mm. with, and then you, you and then you go home, right, to mm. enjoy the rest of your Sabbath. When, when in reality, that's not what it should be at all. No, you, that's. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, so so living like a practical atheist is essentially what we have a lot in church. It's um it's given given lip service to Christ but actually not you know living it out in our lives. And what does that look like? It's saying in your heart that there is a God. And that where it, where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be also. If your treasure is found in Christ, that's where your wants, that's where your desire is going to be. And yes, it does say that He will give you the desires of your heart. But what does He say before that? It has to all be in His will. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are putting your life in His will, He will give you the desires of your heart because your will is in Him, because He wants. Because he already knows what you need and what you want and what you desire, and if it, and if your desires fall into the context of the will of Christ, he'll give you the the fulfillment of those desires. And so, it, so let's kind of get down to where what 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 the heart of this is. The heart of it is is that a lot of times Christians haven't even started; they haven't even done it once. They haven't put their heart. And like their full faith in Christ with yeah. everything, they haven't even started. And it could, you could even be a Christian for fifty years and still have never done it. You could be a Christian for a year and still have never done it. And once you put your heart and your full faith in Christ, and you see that, man, the Lord, He is good enough, right? He is powerful enough to take care of my minuscule, tiny problems, right? He He's going to take care of the of the bird in in the tree. He's going to take care of the squirrels. He's going to take care of all the other animals. He's also going to take care of me. The The Lord is good enough that in a lot of the times is that we've never even started. We haven't put our faith in Christ once. We haven't said in our hearts, man, there is a God. Why don't I start believing in him? Yeah. And that reminds me of, Oh, it is. I think Mark nine, uh, Mark nine, 24 that story I'm trying to get get there I bet I can beat you bet you can't too late no I got it dang it I was one page away um 
Yeah, Mark 924. I see. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Yeah, it seems... I I love that verse because it seems oxymoronic. (laughs) Because he says, I believe. Help me in my unbelief. It's, It's... I haven't read a commentary on this, but it's. It, I think that that's like the, that's just the perfect cry. We think I have to believe, and I have to secure my own belief. Yeah. That phrase is completely th- the the that that character there is completely throwing himself on Jesus. I do believe. Help me. Like, give me more of of, of give me more faith. Se- yeah. You secure me with faith. I can't do it myself. I see it, and I know where I'm going, and I know what you're even doing. And I, I think that you're hitting it on the head. Like a lot of Christians haven't even started with that. They kind of stop at the, they stop at the I believe part, yeah, and never cry out on a, on the regular. Wow, help me. Well, MacArthur, um, MacArthur rightly says about the verse. He says, admitting the imperfection of his faith, mixed as it was with doubt, the desperate father pleaded with Jesus to help him to have a greater faith that the Lord demanded of him. So, man, we can really take a lot from this dude. Yeah. Because, like, this is his most desperate moment. Like, yeah. he is about to lose his his daughter, was it? It was his daughter, wasn't it? Um, I believe it was Yeah, I think daughter. it was. Yeah. I mean, he's about to lose, you know, he's, you know, this is, this is it for him, Mm -hmm. right? And like in this moment, you think, man, he's got to have all his faith in Christ, right? Because he's seen what Christ would do. Like he's got to like have all his faith in him at this point, right? But he still even admits in this point of just like desperation that I still don't even come close to the, to what Christ demands, you know, of my belief. Yeah, and, man, and we, and you hit it on the head, brother. We we stop at that first part. Just cut out the last part of that verse. He said, "I believe, I believe, I believe in Christ. I'm good." But man, when it comes to not having money, the cars broke down. Man, the kids aren't. Uh, they're, they're they're fleeing. They're 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 living in sin and this and that. Man, I'm just gonna sit here and worry about it. I'm not gonna, you know do all this and that but man why not cry out to the lord yeah if he's that's why i think we live like practical atheists when we refuse to call out to him and in our and when we lack yeah because we think this is funny this is how sin works right we know we lack but it costs to actually call out to him because it's declaring beyond ourselves that we do i'm not in control yeah yes yeah and so what does this all come down to the sin of pride it does it is the sin of pride it does so often i never want to admit that i can't do something especially when i'm around my wife i want to i want to (laughs) i want to be the guy that's got it all together i want to be the guy that's gonna figure it out i want to be the dude that's that's the mr has all the answers you got it all together though don't you mark <laughs> no <laughs> not at all i want to be that person for my wife for my future children 
for the people of the church. Like, I want to be that guy. But man, it takes a real man to say, I believe. Help my unbelief. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Man, this ended up being better than I thought it was going to be. So the long and the short of it is, uh, I agree. It's a very good, very good uh, topic. This was uh, JP's topic uh, of the morning. The long and the short of it is, man, if you say you believe in Christ, believe in Christ. Live like it. <laughs> Live like it. Why and it, not? And it's it's don't complicate it. Simplify it. What does it say? Cast your burdens on Jesus. Yep. For He what cares for you. Cast your burdens on Jesus for he cares for you. That's what my mom used to play on the radio all the time when we were little. Cast your burdens. It's a little song. But, I mean, it's true. Yeah, it is true, Mark. Man, if we think, it says somewhere in the scripture that, you know, we give our children good gifts and we are sinful. Yeah. How much more does a heavenly father care for his children? Yeah. Man, think about what Christ can do for for you and think about what you should do for Christ. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff, brother. Well, that kind of wraps it up, doesn't it? I reckon so, man. I'm I'm looking forward to another uh good and and fruitful year of uh putting together these um radio programs and podcasts and Yeah. Searching the scriptures with you. Absolutely. I hope yeah. you all enjoy it. And uh as always wanna give shout out to to our churches. Uh, Mark at Zion Baptist Church. Zion Baptist Church, 1733 Upper Zion Road. 1733 Upper Zion Road. Um, looking for a church home on the west, on the east side of Haywood County? Give them a, give them a, a try. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we at New Vision, we're on the west side of the county, of Fulton, 612 Fulton Road at uh, what, 1030 Sunday mornings. So love to have you. Yeah. And if this is Aaron, when I think it's Aaron on a Sunday morning, if you're just now getting up, it's not too late. Come on and join us. Otherwise, I guess we'll sign out, Mark. Signing off. And we'll see y'all next time. Thank you for thank you for being with us.